like impulse buying ends up making us spend more money right so it would be the same situation in our diets in our nutrition hey i'm christina i'm a certified personal trainer nutrition coach and the creator of the anti-diet lifestyle program this podcast is all about helping you move away from self-sabotage food restriction, and emotional eating, and challenge you to expand your mindset on what it means to live a healthy and happy life through the acts of self-love, healthy habits, and evidence-based fitness and nutrition advice. Now, in addition to the motivation and education you're going to receive from this podcast, I'll be honest, you may be triggered from time to time, but these triggers are intended to help you self-reflect on who you really are, what you desire most, and what is holding you back from becoming everything that you want in life. Welcome to the Anti-Diet Lifestyle, where changing your body starts with changing your mind. So let's start today. Hey friends, and welcome to the Anti-Diet Lifestyle Podcast. Today, I wanna talk about protein intake. A lot of my clients struggle with trying to get enough protein in, in during the day. A lot of it comes down to planning, right? Because protein is one of those macros that we don't easily get unless we are very aware and conscious of the fact that we have to eat it. When we go out and especially when you're not tracking your macros, we all tend to eat like very little amounts of protein and we're talking like 20 to 30 grams a day, which is like crazy to me. We really overconsume in carbs and fat. And that's because let's just be honest, you're not finding sauces that are protein rich, right? Protein is gonna come from having lean meats, you know, eggs, fish, the things that we want to be eating more of, um, but is considered healthy. And if it's not a healthy protein, there's a lot of fat packed in there. And a lot of my clients will track their food throughout the day, but the problem that they're having is that they are adding, like they're tracking their food as they go throughout the day, instead of tracking it before you eat. And I like to think about my food log on my app as like a menu. So I put in all the food before, like the night before. So that way, when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what I'm eating and when I'm eating it. That way there are no surprises. And the problem with doing it the other way where you're like, okay, let's say you're going through the day, you make your breakfast, you throw your stuff in. That's good for awareness, but it's a little bit reactive rather than proactive. Because what happens is you end up at the end of the day, let's say it's like four o'clock and you realize, yeah, my dinner is still gonna put me at like less than 60, 70, 80 grams of protein. Like I still need a ton of protein to add to my dinner. And at that point, it's just not reasonable either to ask someone to eat like 12 ounces of chicken. Like no one wants to do that. So how can we prepare before we actually eat? And this is where I think One, building a routine and a habit is going to come into play here a lot because the more you can set up a routine of putting in your food before the night ends and like, you know, for the next day, the more you can do that, the more like successful you're going to be. Think about your budget. Imagine if you were really low on funds and instead of budgeting your every dollar and where it's going, you just kind of like 
deal with it as it comes. Like, oh, I'm going to be at the grocery store. I see this that I like. I'm going to grab it. I'm going to do like impulse buying ends up making us spend more money. Right. So it would be the same situation in our diets, in our nutrition. So if you think about it like that, you need a plan. Having a plan will set you up for the most success. And the biggest strategy I have with protein is always going to come down to how I'm planning my day. Now, there are obviously certain things that can come up. Maybe you have a, you know, random thing that popped up in the middle of the day and now you're missing your lunch and now you're going to have to cram everything in. I understand that things may come up, but on a normal day to day where your routine is the same, you should have a good equal balance of protein at every single meal. And one little trick I'd like to say is I don't like to call your meals breakfast, lunch, dinner, because sometimes breakfast, lunch, and dinner is going to hinder you from thinking that you can have protein at any other time of the day. When we look at snacks and we think of having a snack in the middle of the day, most of those snacks are maybe some fruit, maybe it's a quick little granola bar, something like that, rather than thinking like you can have like four meals a day that all require chicken if you really wanted to. You know, now I know if someone's working in an office, that's not possible. But I do wanna get you away from saying breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a snack and start saying, meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four, and five and six if you need. The reason being is that you are going to take all of your calories for the day and your macros for each for each macro, and you're gonna divide them up across how many meals you tend to have. This allows you to be a lot more balanced because when we have a breakfast, lunch, dinner mindset, we think that we have to have a larger plate during breakfast, lunch, dinner, and our snacks should only be like 100 calories. But if you're having 100 calorie snacks and you're still hungry or you're not getting the appropriate amount of protein in that, you're gonna need to up the calories on those plates. And so that's why the one, two, three, four, five, it's a lot more helpful for you if you are looking at that perspective. So let's assume we're doing everything that Christina said. We are planning out our next day food the night before. We know exactly what we're gonna have at meal one, meal two, meal three, meal four and everything is divided up equally as much as possible. It may not be 100% every day, right? Let's say you have 150 grams of protein, you're gonna wanna divide 150 by four and see if you can try to hit that for every single one of those meals. That's called pacing. And you do this in every aspect of your life, in business, in, um, for example, let's say that you're in sales and you have a sales quota that you need to hit every month. But if you don't pace yourself every week, bringing in a, you know, a few sales every week, you're gonna to get to the end of the month, you're gonna be super stressed out. That's the same idea as us getting to the end of our day and it's like seven o'clock and we don't have enough protein in our diet. And then we're like, ooh, what am I gonna eat? Just straight up chicken breast? Or you're gonna to have to have like three scoops of protein powder just to make it through the end of the night, right? So it is very, very important that you are pacing yourself appropriately same with running a race. If you know that you have a certain distance to run and if you're not pacing your speed, you're gonna tire yourself out at the beginning and you're never gonna hit your goal. So number one is, like I said, plan the night before. So every night I have a really bad habit of scrolling TikTok before bed. And so I'll be laying in bed, lights out, 
and I'm over there on TikTok scrolling. Instead, what I typically, what I try to do is take that habit of scrolling my phone and replace the behavior with tracking my food. So what I'll do is I'll look at the day that I had and I'll say, all right, well, I've got to, you know, what are the foods that I want to replicate tomorrow? If, if there's like foods that I still, if I have leftovers in the fridge, if I really liked my breakfast and I'm going to have that breakfast, my coffee, for example, is identical every day. So I'll just copy and paste that meal into the next day. Okay, awesome. Now I've got maybe meal one, meal two done and just have to figure out the rest of it and fit it in, right? Let's ask ourselves then, are we going, you know, are we gonna be out and about at all, running errands, maybe have a work lunch? Are we just gonna stay home? Is it the weekend? Are we gonna go out to dinner with friends or family? Now that you know that, or let's say you have certain cravings or you really wanna have wine tonight with, you know, the girls or something, putting that in first is gonna help you plan everything around it. So I don't, like I said, if you've listened to any of the other podcasts or follow me at all, I don't believe in restriction at all. I do believe though in making smart decisions and being strategic about how you incorporate that stuff within your life. So if you're gonna have wine, just know that that wine is gonna be mainly carbs with some fat. That's just how it's gonna play out in our calories. And we're going to put that information out um, first so that maybe we can have a lower carb meal. Maybe if we're going to drink some wine, let's have, you know, our dinner be a lot of chicken with a lot of veggies and we'll save the carbs for the wine, right? And then that's how you can kind of get around incorporating some of your favorite things um, without feeling like you're just giving it up completely. So I really hope that that helps. So if you start questioning that kind of stuff and then you're planning it all out, maybe that day that you planned out that night is not gonna work according to a T. Like maybe your uh, friends cancel on you and now you're left with like this weird hole in your meal or maybe you just weren't hungry for breakfast. And so instead of just like, you know, forcing yourself to eat it, maybe we delete our breakfast, our meal one, and we adjust the rest of our day. We can either add more stuff to our, you know, to our day, more foods, new stuff. Maybe it just means that we're gonna take the foods that we're gonna eat and just add more servings of it. Maybe instead of one egg, we're adding two or three. Maybe instead of one slice of bread, now because you, you didn't have your breakfast, you can have two or three slices of bread. So that's how we get around that because I don't want you to get to the end of the day and either overconsume or underconsume either. Sometimes people are like, well, I was running late this morning and I didn't have a chance to have breakfast. So the rest of your day should have been adjusted accordingly by eating more because now we're trying to account for the three or 400 calories you didn't have for breakfast later on in the day. Do you see how that works? So again, it's all about being strategic and how we want to eat. Um, allowing yourself that ability to have some snacks, have some treats, go out with your friends, but do it in a very strategic manner. So I really, really hope that that helps you. Please let me know if you have any questions by reaching out to me on Instagram. Shoot me over a DM at Body by Christina without an H. <laughs> 
And if you can do me a favor and screenshot this episode, put it on your story and tag me on Instagram and leave me a five-star review for the podcast, I would greatly, greatly appreciate it because every little bit of feedback that you guys give me makes this all the much better. So thank you so much for your time today. And I can't wait to see you next time. Bye.